So, hello again, everyone. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. And we are joined for the second week in a row by John. Hey! So, of course, the time we're recording this, you haven't heard the last episode yet because it's a mess and I don't have it in me to try to fix it. <laughs> I don't know what I think I, I think I figured out what happened is that you guys were hearing me through the laptop mic. That's why everything was really loud, but it was recording through my own mic, which was turned down really low for some reason, oh. or at least coming in really low. So, so we can just hear, Was it? Were, uh, is everyone able to hear your voice more or our voices more? Your voice is more. You can't even understand me unless you... When you're soft-spoken anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like, that's the one thing I hate about, um, like, Skype and computers for some reason. Like, they, they have a fight constantly with, if you have uh, an internal mic um, or a webcam, like, they have a fight with your external mic all the time because it's like, well, we want to use this. And it's like, no, I specifically told you to use this. That's why I have an external mic. That's why it's plugged in. You should. That's the thing you should recognize. Yes. And I, had a, I was using a different laptop last time, but now I'm back to my old laptop. I got it running again. Yay. But here's the weird thing is that you're right. They have a fight, and it's an ongoing fight because um, it, sometimes it works, and then sometimes it's like, no, I'm taking over now. Like, uh-huh. Well, you were just fine yesterday. Like, is it that time mm. of month, computer? Like, really? What's <laughs> going on? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yes. Hopefully this week will be better. Uh, I have Robin's name listed here. I want to change it. <laughs> I'm the only one who will ever see this. But I can pretend it. to be Robin. <laughs> just make puns for like an hour. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, you've got to make a bunch of puns. <laughs> And talk about how great the X-Files is, you guys. Come on. But it is. No. I still haven't gotten to where it's really good because I, st- I stalled. But now I'm getting to where Twin Peaks is really good. So that's one thing. I'm earning, I'm earning the, you know, the deep crevices in my nerd, my nerd cred. I'm trying to shore them up while I can. <laughs> um. So this episode we're doing today is Strange Things Happen at the 1-2 Point, episode 10 of season 2. Or the 1-2-3 point? Yeah. 1-2-3-2-1. Yeah. Uh, um, it was originally aired November 24, <laughs> 2008. It was directed by Scott Peters. He was the head writer guy on the V remake and on the 4400. Oh. I missed the 4400. That's one I haven't watched, but I watched V for a while. I couldn't get into V. Like, I tried. It was I wanted to hard like to it. get into that. And yeah. I was like, I had something about this just feels so lame. I don't know why. <laughs> and I love Miranda Beckerin, but yeah, I couldn't sure. get into it. Either. And like, Alan Tudyk's even there, and I was like, hey, but no. Yeah. I ran out of water. Uh, it was written by Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stentz, who last wrote goodbye to all that. I didn't know that this was the first time the show dipped into the four millions in terms of ratings. It does go back into the five millions after this. So the episode begins with um, Cameron poking around in Ellison. Well, first we see Ellison digging up Cromarty, I guess, in a dream. But then he wakes up and sees Cameron poking around in his yard. She tells him to go back to bed. <laughs> so it's a, She's so weird. It's a post holder for digging posts. Yeah. Sorry, Firefly reference. 
That's it's been so long since I watched that show. I keep saying I'm gonna re start a rewatch, but I keep putting it off. So much other TV to watch. And then Sarah and Derek break into the car system, and we see those three dots. I thought Lena was looking pretty. She looked different in this episode, or at least this part of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Her and uh, Cameron both had different hair. Yeah, so. I thought it worked. Yes. Uh, they stole some computers. When they get back home, John says it's just vaporware. It's a dead end. And Derek thinks that three dots were just fingerprints, but Sarah thinks it's important. Question. <laughs> what is vaporware? Oh, gosh. I should be able to spout it off. It's basically kind of... Um, Saw, look at the definition. Would it be- it's when you never... It's when you kind of like say you're working on something, but then you never produce it. Can it be hardware or software that just never never comes to pass? Or is it only hardware or only software? I guess it could be both, but and I guess sometimes you might do it just to kind of fuck with your competition, maybe. Mm. Or maybe to get your, I don't know, maybe if you want to get your stockholders excited about something. For a something, long time. Huh? Like a video, a video game like Duke Nukem Forever was vaporware for like 15 years. And then it, <laughs> then it finally appeared. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> and the world oh. rejoiced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait, they didn't. No. It's like, whatever. What about Doom 4? Is that ever going to happen? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think they just announced it. Okay. Um, Cameron comes home, says that Cremati's body isn't in Ellison's yard. <laughs> um, Derek says, you shouldn't stop looking, but, but we... What we found at uh, Dakar system this is in the Turk. Uh, and I go ahead. Uh, no, you keep going. <laughs> I lost. Okay, <laughs> I did too. That was what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. So the next day, John, I guess he's been up investigating that company some more. Said they were looking for some startup money, and Sarah should pretend to be an investor. And the reasoning is that they always start small, even Cyberdyne started small, so they should go look into this of this company. Oh, I got my note. Uh when uh Cameron was just plunging that uh rod into uh into the ground there, it's just like and she's like, Go back to bed, it's just like go back to bed while I see if I should kill you. <laughs> it's just like yeah. <laughs> just wait for you know wait for me to come to a decision here <laughs> he's supposed to sleep um so Derek has found Jesse's pictures of the Connors and she said that she was sitting back to find John because in the future or yeah in the future he's making some questionable decisions Cameron apparently is taking over she said to stop Cameron and yeah, Derek's thinking about it. He's gonna think about it. She's being a smart ass. He tells her to back off. We see the opening credits. And Ellison arrives at Zero Core, makes a joke about having too much iron in his diet. What was that a reference to? Maybe he's been around Terminators too much. I guess. Cromarty. They're made of coltan uh, or whatever. Jeez. Metal. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Apparently, someone died in an accident. He got stuck in a sealed room after a blackout, and it's Dr. Sherman. <laughs> Is 
that surprising to find out he died <laughs> just between episodes. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. We just saw him last week. Weaver uh, tells Ellison that Shimmer was working on Project Babylon and the AI reserve that they're working on reserved power for itself during the uh, blackout. It's interconnected to the facilities and they need to find out its intentions. Sarah is posing as Sarah Gale. Why is she always going to go by Sarah? (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing the Gale is a Wizard of Oz reference. Oh, maybe. Since they love the Wizard of Oz so much. Everybody loves the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Everybody's always referencing the Wizard of Oz. My brain immediately went to um, Bob Gale, writer of Back to the Future. No. (laughs) The whole time travel thing, but the Wizard of Oz thing makes more sense. It's more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she and Cameron meets with this guy from Takara, De- what's his name, Alex. So whatever was stolen, if um, the AI, if anybody tries to use it, it'll attack. And uh, something about the Air Force. Oh, yeah, his son's name is Xander. They named the AI Emma. And Sarah and Alex start relating about their kids. And Alex needs a lot of money and a miracle. I like this guy first. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I thought they had chemistry. Mm. Even Cameron and the kid had chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want we want more of this. We want less of Riley. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Oh, and they start talking about old '80s music and stuff, and they start. Yeah, the '80s are way start, back. <laughs> they start making fun of the '80s and how Sarah used to look. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> I, know. Like, I love the eighties. <laughs> Remember Linda Hamilton back in the eighties? Big hair mm-hmm. and dancing. It was hot. <laughs> and then he mentions ways. mentions they mentioned that uh the mother died in nineteen eighty four, which is the same year the Terminator took place, and I was like, Are they gonna tie that in somehow? And they never <laughs> I was I thought maybe it'd be kinda neat if uh uh, Sarah was somehow responsible for the mother's death. Like her name was Sarah Connor and she was one of the people <laughs> that was randomly killed. <laughs> I was just trying to think of any innocent civilians who were killed in that movie and who they like. I don't think I don't think they caused any death. <laughs> They're doing their car chases, but there was a, a few people gunned down in the in the nightclub. <laughs> my wife, my wife really loved to go dancing and she went to this club called Tech Noir. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought, I thought they're going to do that. Why mention 1984 otherwise? I don't know. Hmm. It's a little shout out. Yeah. But not enough. So there it goes. Um, like I've said this before, that a lot of times when I'm doing my notes, I write the wrong name down. John goes looking for Riley at her house. I always mix Derek and John in my notes. Um, he meets her foster parents and Riley's all like, yeah, they run a loser camp and uh, look at her sisters. Riley's she, an ass. And she calls them aliens. And I, I, I tend to agree. They do look like aliens, <laughs> especially <laughs> With the her dad. family. The, oh, the parents. Yeah. The dad has like a, a, a catcher's mitt face like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> I never thought of him as having a catcher's mitt face. I'm Googling him right now. <laughs> It's from all that cooking and yelling. Yeah. <laughs> it just it tightens your face up like old leather. 
Why the chicken cross the road? Because you didn't cook it, and <laughs> because <laughs> you didn't cook it enough. <laughs> uh, Gordon Ramsay memes are funny. Um, yeah, she tells John she well she talks and John wants to go and my notice like did she bore him to death? Is that why he wants to go? Because <laughs> she was boring me to death. I think, um, I think it's just she she brings him down with all her creepiness and <laughs> depression, and it's like you you're no fun. Get away from me. <laughs> Like I've got machines from the future trying to kill me, but you're you're depressing. Yeah, it's like everybody <laughs> sucks but me. No, you suck too. Go away. <laughs> yeah, he remembers that he promised to uh, explain everything back in Mexico, but he's like, "There's nothing I can say to him." So he goes, and Cameron's trying to convince Sarah that all the stuff they have doesn't equal to the Turk, and she talks about how Xander plays. Go instead of chess. Go is an ancient game. And there are more possible Go games than there are atoms in the universe. Well, every time somebody references that game, I just think of the movie Pi. Because, like, that game features heavily in that movie. Did I see Pi? I don't think I saw Pi. Darren Aronofsky's first movie. It's all in black and white. I need to watch that. And it, it, uh, what- it involves a computer. This is where they say the name of the episode. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, Sarah thinks all oh, this might be a piece of the puzzle, and oh, okay, yeah, this is what she says. Um, and she's it means that you, the name of the episode means usual rules don't apply. And Sarah's not convinced. Yeah, I mean, Sarah's got intuition, I guess. It's the dots, man. It's the dots. It's all about the dots. All in the dots. So next we see Riley shopping, and guess who finds her? They're in cahoots. That bitch. Of course they are. (laughs) They're both awful, so why wouldn't they be? (laughs) They're future jerks together. Mm -hmm. They're both the worst person ever. (laughs) Apparently Riley wanted to talk to Jesse. Jesse's all concerned because Riley is sleeping. Uh, yeah, but yes, Riley thinks something's wrong because John stopped short of telling her everything. But what is Riley? She starts talking about all the mirrors in this world, something. And Jesse reassures her, but Riley says, What if I want out? And Jesse's like, There's no out. You have to do this. What are they doing? I don't, I don't I, get it. Yeah, I can't even remember. Like, wh- like what's your. What? What do you want? <laughs> mm. Who are you? What do you want? Uh, Derek shows John three dots on a belt, and he's saying that he's seeing them everywhere now, too. He just wants to know that John is seeing clearly and not going crazy. Somebody has to see clearly. I thought John had the right response. He's like, screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to see three dots everywhere too now. <laughs> um, Sarah and Alex talking about their childrens again. Looks like they had them around the same time, and talking about the wall. The clinky dink. Okay, did he say she was nine in 1980? 84, or what? Maybe it was 80. Yeah. How uh, could she be nine in 1980? Because then she hmm. would be 13. When Terminator One took place, what is he talking about? Well, this is supposed to be. There's like a was it a seven year jump that they did? 
Is it seven years? So yeah, uh, so yeah, that that still doesn't. Well, thirteen, so fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. So that, so yeah, that that uh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. So this is going by her fake age. No, the age <laughs> should be if if it was actually no. Ah. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. Like she, she is of course older than um what she what she pretends to be. And we know this because they because they there's a seven year gap, right? Um, but everybody else doesn't know that. So when she talks about her past, she forgets to yeah, like, she forgets stuff. to like factor in that math. Okay, mm-hmm. did she say how old she is currently though? Uh, I don't know if she did or not. It was kind of weird that he remember. just like that he was able to just like, divine her up. age in 1980. <laughs> right. I guess he's really good at that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I guess age. she must have told him how old she was. I don't know. Oh, maybe he looked at her ID or something. Mm. Mm. I don't see any. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Alistar was talking about the chess tournament that we saw last year, where Andy Good was killed. And a friend of a friend works for a company that sponsored the winner, so they have a chip and they want to license it to Dakara. They need a deposit to demonstrate seriousness. Alex thinks the chip is the future. So he the uh, that. I don't know. This sounds sounds so much like. I mean, I know it is regarding the Turk, but it just sounds like it's a little like we didn't pay enough attention to this last, you know, last time. So we're we're doing it again with a different spin this time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I wonder how it would have gone the season hadn't been shortened. Yeah. I think they would have been able to play this out. I just wish they didn't kill Andy. I guess that's why I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) And I miss Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, who's Charlie? (laughs) (laughs) Make Ellison go away and give me Charlie. No! (laughs) It's like like a vet on on Egypt cast where I'm having to constantly remind her who Bobby is. Hmm. Oh, oh yeah, Bob. I was like, wait, who? Oh yeah, I know Yvette. Yeah, I know Bobby. <laughs> okay, I'm catching up. I'm back, Sarah. <laughs> I'm over my dead wife now. <laughs> what, if he sound- what if he sounds different when he comes back? He did sound creepy, but he did sound like Solid Snake. <laughs> A little bit. In that one episode. So, at Zero Core, the bald scientist, I'm sure he has a name, but I don't remember. The bald scientist guy takes Ellison downstairs. And of course, Ellison has to okay. tell the story of Babylon. I didn't bother to look him up, but the bald science guy with the glasses, is that, because I'm not sure if it is or not. I want to say no, but I wasn't positive. Like, is that like the guy who was in Jose Chung's from Outer Space. What? Uh, um, I've never seen that. Can't remember that. That, that, that X-Files episode with the uh, with the guy from like season three who um, was like all into conspiracies and like anytime someone would try to silence him, he just starts screaming, Roswell, Roswell. <laughs> I thought that was him. I didn't bother to look him up. Well, let's see. We have a little time, don't we? <laughs> Um, 
I don't know, is that him? I think that's him. I think Shane, what's his name, is his name. Uh, doesn't look like he was on X-Files. If it's this right guy. Mm. Alright. My mistake. That she was on House. Anyway. Mm. So, yeah, there was some Marvel. God destroyed it, so... Ellison wants to know how Babylon felt about Sherman's. So, uh, the guy, the scientist guy said he doesn't think the AI knew it was killing Sherman when he threw the switch. At least he hopes that's the case. Uh, Sarah and Cameron are counting money. It's going to take everything they have to do to get the, um, the AI that they're trying to buy. At some point, they're three diamonds together. And Sarah's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Every time she sees three dots. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the three excited. dots. I didn't even She's get like, it that time. I didn't he's like, vindication! <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, the keeping three? I didn't even mention, I didn't even, like, notice that she was just noticing the, the pattern again. <laughs> this reminds me of that Next Generation episode where they're, um... Die where the Enterprise blows up over and over again. Oh, yeah. I love that and one. They, and they figure out that Riker's solution is the right one. They should try to stop themselves from blowing up. So they send the number like three. They find a number to find a way to send the number three into the next loop. So the number three starts popping up everywhere in you know that particular loop, time loop, whatever. It's upsetting a day. Good app. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is. So Sarah's at dinner with the Japanese. She has cash. Cameron impresses them with her Japanese. And Sandra's all excited about that chip. Like, if you can download your consciousness into a chip and blah, blah, blah. Are they seriously... Or, I mean, is that guy seriously impressed by her Domoari Gato? No <laughs> Japanese. Who doesn't know that term? I'm, yeah. I think I learned it in a song once. <laughs> yes, thanks. Sarah gets the chip and Xander looks it over. They hand over the money. I like how that one guy liked America and the sake. So then Riley arrives home and her foster brother uses some kind of homophobic language, which I had never noticed before this time. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't notice it either. Uh, but he said that... Um, his sister changed the channel to watch some pillow biters dance around on TV. Oh. <laughs> and then the mom is like, we don't use that kind of language in this house. So then Riley goes off on her family. <laughs> Says they're all crazy and they're all going to burn one day. Yeah, she's going to have to start looking for a new home. <laughs> Girl, crazy. <laughs> So at Dakara, Xander's really happy because they have the chip. And Sarah saying that she's gonna they're about to burn their dreams to the ground. So when they load the program, there's a core dump. And Cameron looks at it and says, the chip is a fraud. And Alex is like, we were screwed. I was starting to wonder. I was like, okay, is that something that anybody can just look at and tell? Or, and if not, like... Why did no one go like, uh, how do you know that? <laughs> um, you well, she said really it was, <laughs> oh yeah, she said it wasn't the right size, right? So she must have some really good vision. Yeah. 
I guess they were too distracted by the fact that, like, oh my god, we've got a fake chip and, and everything. Of course, then you find out that they already knew that. So Alice talking about his grandparents, something about how a neighbor screwed his grandparents, and she wants to go talk to the guy Minamoto, but Alice is like, oh, he's a Yakuza, don't, Yakuza, don't mess with him. But then Sarah realizes that you know, Alex actually paid Minamoto to steal the chip. And she gets a text from Cameron saying the target is acquired. This this whole thing kind of surprised me. The, the whole con job that got played on Sarah. I didn't think it played just a few weeks ago. Come on, Sarah. Did they? In no. what way? Yeah, the diamond guy used them to try to collect a debt from that Dr. True. Dennis. True, yeah, yeah. Man, she's naive. (laughs) Yeah. Supposed to be protecting John, but... Man. So... Weaver tells Ellison... uh, Yeah, that he should be talking to the Babylon AI itself. John Henry. So Ellison's talking to the computer. John Henry knows he... He knows who Ellison is, and he knows... He worked with Sherman before, but not today... And now he shows John Henry shows Ellis what happened to the Dr. Sherman that the monitor went offline. And John Henry said he called the paramedics, even though Sherman was dead. And she knew that what he did caused Sherman to die. But he has no feelings about it. So why did he call the paramedics? It's a good question. Um, I, I thought the, the way where they were going with that was that he felt bad. And he, and he was like, oh, you know. He was my friend, and I, I want to save him or whatever. But even though I know he's dead, I'm like, I got to try. But nope, that's not where they went at all. He has no feelings about this. <laughs> but he still called the paramedics, even though he knew he was dead. So what does that mean? Person dies, you got to call for help, maybe. So he just followed the procedure? So you, yeah, he wasn't, maybe so. Yeah, he wasn't taught to value Sherman's life. Oh, he says this. What Ellison says is someone kills Sherman, but it wasn't John Henry. It was, I guess, it's, was he trying to say it was Weaver who did it, or the scientist because they didn't teach him morals? That's what, I, yeah, that's what I got out of it. Okay. <clears throat> so Weaver's like, you should teach. Uh, what should, what would you teach to John Henry? And of course, Ellison says the Ten Commandments. Uh, I'm like, oh. yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not have. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That's real useful for a computer. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt yeah. not covet really thy neighbor's wife. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really. It's like okay, all right. Just come on. Just settle. See, like, like, they're, yeah, they're they're taking a good thing that they did at the end of last season and being like trying to milk it and change it and like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then now it's just getting ridiculous. Skynet, remember the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who is John Henry's neighbor's wife? I wonder. <laughs> that uh, Dell sitting, <laughs> sitting in the next room. But that was just the start. He's like, start with the Ten Commandments. And then I was like, oh, is he going to continue on to all the commandments in the Bible? So I started looking up some of them. There's <laughs> 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 a small, a small sampling. The eating of fat is forever prohibited. Leviticus three seventeen. Oh, wow. People who have flat noses or are blind or lame cannot go to an altar of God. Leviticus. Uh, Fuck you, Leviticus. <laughs> um, oh, God, I hate Leviticus so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leviticus hates everything. I know. Right? It's just like, 
Ah, where's my favorite one? Oh, entrance. <laughs> entrance into the assembly of the Lord was granted only to those with complete testicles. <laughs> Deuteronomy <laughs> the hell? Oh, uh, so you're out, Skynet. You can't go. <laughs> you don't got like, to. This is the God. The Bible I had is so a neighbor. Weird. I had a neighbor with only one testicle, so I guess he's not going to. Nope, you're not allowed to go to church. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My 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 neighbor had testicular cancer, so he, and it's like you're gonna like you're gonna like call him like less of a person, like he can't attend your stupid thing because it because cancer. Like what the, the uh, <laughs> like I'm not I'm neither like I'm neither religious nor atheist but like the Bible is dumb you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let's use it. Wow. To, to can, we, can I quote you on that? <laughs> yeah, I said it. The Bible is dumb, you guys. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible is dumb. That's the thing. It's like just oh, just open it and start reading it. Like. I'm not saying anything that isn't true. <laughs> it's a good yeah. story. It's a good yeah. story. And like, like there's know, good stuff I mean, in it. Like, you know, it's like, oh, don't murder anybody. Like, oh, that's right on. Yeah, I can get behind <laughs> that. But like. That existed beforehand, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, I'm a little. I can't follow this reasoning. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. That's something Jesus actually said. What does that mean? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. What does that mean? <laughs> that's, uh, that sounds, like, counterintuitive, like... Mm-hmm. So you have to hate... What happened to, like, honor thy father and thy mother, and what happened to, like, love thy neighbor? And so now you're just like, if you don't hate anybody, you can't be my disciple. <laughs> I, I guess what it means is, like... You have to like, you have to have hate in you so you can come to me and be fixed or something. I guess. Uh, I guess. Okay. I don't know. The Bible's dumb, you guys. <laughs> False prophets are to be killed by their own parents. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Well, they're false, so yeah. maybe they should be killed. I guess. <laughs> like, See, what I'll happened to Thou Shalt Not Kill? <laughs> according to my app, I've consumed a lot of fat today. Been a bad day, mm-hmm. health wise. Oh wow! I I was very stubborn growing up. Stubborn children were to be stoned, and the stoning was to be instigated by their parents. <laughs> what the? Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm sure my mom wanted to hit me. Sometimes. Oh, you're too, you're too headstrong. You must die. <laughs> if we're gonna go full terrible, uh, let's see. If a man happens to meet a virgin who is not pledged to be married and rapes her, and there discovered, he shall pay the girl's father fifty shekels of silver. He must marry the girl, for he has violated her. He can never divorce her as long as he lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I did know already. <laughs> That's like she's 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 damaged and broken, and and so you got to keep her, mm. like a thing. Mm. Anyway. That's what we are. We're just things. Mm-hmm. Things to be kept. Oh God, women are treated so horribly in the Bible. It's it's insane. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> women are treated horribly. Period. Well, yeah. yeah. I just mean, like in the Bible, they're like especially painted as like awful and wrong and bad and evil and just you know, like responsible for all the ills in the world. And it's like, oh my God, it's like we wouldn't all be here if it weren't for women. So shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bible is the true word and it's thing. eternal. Mm-hmm. Every day should be Mother's Day. Us men are just scared of the power of the womb. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I am terrified of the Why world. Why can't actually. I have children, you guys? <laughs> so true story. I want to when experience I was that. When I was like about four, I told my mom that I didn't want to go back in her belly because it was cold and dark in there. And <laughs> I was four. Like, I had no no idea about babies or where they came from or they had never Out of the mouths of babies. I know. So there you go. Women suck. Children <laughs> say the darndest things, you guys. <laughs> Especially this one. <laughs> so, so, ooh, Derek. Uh, ooh, Derek. I, I had Sarah written down. <laughs> Derek and Sarah and Cameron break into... Are you shipping the, them? No. Oh, one more thing about the laws. They, they should teach it Asimov's laws. One of the laws is to value human life. Oh, totally. The three laws of robotics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking when I saw this. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Asimov's laws. The, it's like, that's what he should have said. Yeah. But Ellis is like, never... Ellis is so, like, religious that he's, like, a little, like, it's it's a little detriment, detrimental. Like, it's. <laughs> mm. I doubt that Ellison has read Asimov. No, of course not. Well, I haven't read it either, but I at least know the laws. Mm -hmm. I've read some Asimov. Can't... Good stuff. Um, Roland Charles Wagner wrote a short story, The Three Laws of Robotic Sexuality, mm -hmm. which treated the use of robots for sexual pleasure. Well, that's a, that's, hey, that's a thing now, right? Because aren't they like was, working really hard at building sex robots? It must be where the robot loving acts came from, the inspiration for it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so the three of them break into Minamoto's place and claims his English is the good. So he's just an actor, and the real Minamoto hired him, and he just handed back what was given to him by Akagi. And Derek knows the guy's not lying, so they leave, and Sarah goes back to the dots again. Derek's like, you just got played, so it's not it's about dots, you just got played. So Sarah's a little mad, she beats up Alex, and he claims he's not working for anybody, and Alice begs her not to hurt the boy. Don't hurt my boy. And he's saying, he says it more than once. The three dots is just a logo. Sarah's screaming about the three dots. What? He doesn't fight back at all. <laughs> I know she's a badass and all, but. He's not. I know he doesn't want to hit the lady or he feels bad. Also, they have guns. True. Yeah. So. So they go to Xander and Alex says there's no chip. He just you know, made that up to get money from Sarah. So um, he wanted to make sure Xander was taken care of because Alex knew they couldn't meet their deadline. Alex wants to believe that Xander's design can work, but sometimes he just doesn't understand him and he's not sure if Xander understands him. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking. I don't feel bad for you Shed anymore. Shed a tear. Yeah. Oh. It's like if you wanted to like if you wanted your son to understand you like this was not the way to go about it. <laughs> I need you to understand the ways of grifting, son. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, I understand you now. I understand you're a terrible person and I need to get away from you. <laughs> so <laughs> Derek's waiting for Jesse when Jesse gets back and he tells her that John's his nephew and that uh, you know, he's there to stop Skynet, so there's no room for secrets. And it's like, are you keeping any other secrets from me, Jesse? Huh? 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 <laughs> and she's like, yeah. When we were at Serrano Point, I used your toothbrush. And he said, you know, I wasn't using that brush to brush my teeth. What was he using it for? Yeah. Probably for his shoes. 
for his boots. Oh yeah, maybe cleaning cleaning the toilet. His ass. Um, it's probably just good. <laughs> I Ouch. brush my ass every day. <laughs> they don't have toilet paper, so they have to use. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> don't um, get those mixed up. What? So why was he satisfied with her joke? She told him nothing. She didn't tell him what what she's doing, did she? Well, she, she was just asking if there were any other. Yeah, he just he just was... took that to mean like, oh, there must not be. Then he was tra- yeah. he was trusting her that she was telling the truth. Yeah, he but let her she's off. She's not. Yeah, he, she didn't explain the photos at all, did she? Mm-mm. Well, she just said she was there to find John Connor, you know, because he's acting weird. In the she future. basically, she yeah, <laughs> she's she basically weird. No, I mean, I mean, she. <laughs> Basically said, like, I've been taking all these photos because I've, I've, I'm actually, it's not about John, it's about the robot. So I'm keeping an eye on the robot because the robot's going to be bad because it leads John to make questionable decisions in the future. But, you know, it's like, I, I don't really care. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. You're creepy. Like, I'm here. So, like, I live with the robot. So, like, really, like, you know, get off my dick. <laughs> I'm so gonna quote you, John. This is really interesting. <laughs> like, rather than have quotes for the episode, I'm just gonna have John quotes. Oh, I'm, I'm, cool! I like that. <laughs> Too bad I didn't write them down. Oh, <laughs> just rewind. Yeah, seriously. Sarah's cleaning up and. There are three dots on her face. <laughs> she she smashes the beer. I'm so yeah, it's like you, you could have just washed your face. Like, that's <laughs> it'll be a lot easier, less painful. Uh-huh. And she cut up her hand just a few weeks ago. Now she's on a can, and and she's got a broken mirror. Like broken yeah, like, glass. Like, broken glass is like really hard to like get all of it. Oh yeah. Um, I had a piece of glass in my foot for like a month because I stepped on something. Oh, yeah, and I don't know. I wasn't sure. It was it was a little small piece, but I guess at first I wasn't sure if there was something there for just healing. But after a few weeks, I'm like, yeah, there's got to be something in there. So I find, and I had just lost my job, so my insurance was about to expire. So I just went on the last day that I was covered. Wow. <laughs> and they dug it out of my foot. Wow, that's lucky. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. And they like, couldn't even see it on the x-ray. Like, sometimes if it's really small, because I, mean, I could walk on it and it wouldn't hurt that much and I could run on it a little bit, but it was still just kind of annoying. That it wouldn't show up on the x-ray. They just had to go in digging and hope they found it. Mm. So anyway, yeah, I dropped a mirror and that's what happened. It's like, well, the good news is uh, there wasn't anything in your foot. The bad news is now you have a hole in your foot. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little tiny, tiny piece. Mm-hmm. They showed it to me. It's all it takes. I wanted to. I was like, can I keep that? I don't want to keep it. <laughs> and you know what I really hate is um, getting like a little tiny, like, like I have three dogs, but like getting like a little tiny coarse dog hair like in my foot uh, like because it's because it's so small, but it's also coarse. Like it can actually get sort of under the skin. So like, like your like your your toe like itches, but you don't know why, or it like hurts, but you don't know why. And you have to like really, really pay, like look and pay attention. And like, oh my god, there's like a little tiny hair in there, and you have to pull it out. And it's just it's 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that happen. I just get dog hair on everything. But I don't think I've got dirt in my foot. My dog doesn't shed. It's nice. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I know. I used to have a golden that shed like anything. And I don't know why I censor myself. Uh, like, yeah, but anyway, this one's this one's awesome. I'm getting a dog with no hair. No with no <laughs> hair? They have hairless Shaving. cats. Which is like the scariest thing in the world, but my friend's in love with them. I'm, I'm looking creepy. for a second dog. I can't, yeah, like that defeats the purpose of getting a cat. Like, yeah. Am I supposed to touch this? Or I mean, is it okay if I touch this cat? <laughs> I don't really know what's the point of having a cat, but I didn't yeah. say that old cat lovers. I'm just kidding. They're cute. <laughs> I hate cats. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> okay. So I didn't say that. That's, so, I've always, I've always so told people. It's, yeah, it's like I've always told people like if you want to if you want like like a friend slash roommate get a cat if you want a baby get a dog. Exactly. Yeah, I can leave I can leave my cat for like three days with a big bowl of food and several things of water around the house and they're fine. If I had a dog, what's I'd have to come point? back here twice a day. <laughs> but what's the point of a cat? Like I don't want a roommate. Like what's what? the point it's... of I don't, I don't want a baby either. Like let's Just, be clear. I mean, my cat sleeps like... in my bed with me. He always yeah, cuddles yeah, when I'm like watching they're... TV. Okay, see, so yeah. you have a cool cat though. You have a cool cat. Like there are huh. cats that I am friends with, even though I'm allergic. Like I will take allergy pills to visit these cats because they're the cool cats. Like they're the kinds that are like, hey, I actually like you, or I like you enough to to be sleep next to you, so you'll feed me in the morning. But then there's the cats that are like, I want to eat your face off. Yeah, and yeah. that's but that's the thing though, like. You can find that in in any species. So, like, you know, it, it it's there in dogs, it's there in cats, it's there in people. Like, some people are just jerks, you know. Mm. So, like, so like mm. you shouldn't let that like you know paint your view of like a specific like animal or person or whatever. So, like, I don't know. Now we were coming across I'm not dogs. A speciest. I'm not a species. There are cats <laughs> that I love. Okay, let's be clear. I do individuate. Right. But, but I'm I mean, just you, saying as a but whole, you, they're assholes. Right, but you, but they're not <laughs> right, though. Nice. You, you said that like you, you know, you didn't understand why anyone would get a cat, and like you answered your yeah. own question, like because cat individual cats, are, yeah, but you don't know that, like unless you know the cat before you get it, then you're running a risk. Right, but Same you with do dogs. that with every, you do that with anything, yeah, like you can't. Okay, ever, I maybe know. maybe your maybe what you're getting out of the cat is worth the risk. I and maybe I'm just not getting that. Like I think that running the risk of what I'm getting with the dog is far greater rewards than what I would get with the cat. But that's just me, so you know. Yeah. I mean, dogs, te- dogs tend to be needier, I love so animals. yeah. I don't eat cats, so. <laughs> some, some people end up with dogs that, like, bite children's faces. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, where are those dogs? I don't know. Those are dogs that are, those are dogs that are just working, you know. They're, they're what? Something they just weren't raised right, maybe. I don't know. Same with cats. <laughs> same with jerk same with jerk cats. They weren't raised right. <laughs> yeah, all I've cats. Got two, you know, the I've last got couple two perfectly behaved cats who are very friendly and they love me. <laughs> okay. Last couple cats. One cat just would not stop clawing me for some reason. <laughs> and the other one was just very indifferent to everybody. That's the indifference is what gets me. I don't know. I don't want somebody who's indifferent to me in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm just scared of being judged, people. Maybe I'm just scared of cats judging me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not secure enough in my own personality. I, I'm. I'm afraid what? that it's like babies. Like babies, I'm scared to pick them up because I'm afraid they're gonna cry, and I just don't want. And it's not because I. I mind a crying. It's. It's because I feel judged by the baby. 
you know what? Like maybe you know what's, sense we, the evil within my heart and be able uh, to like this you is, know. <laughs> yeah, well, this that's the thing that's gonna like drive you nuts is because that's a self fulfilling prophecy. That's self sabotage because I know it is. If you if you are like, oh, this baby's gonna cry. This baby's not gonna like like I'm afraid of this baby. Like they're gonna sense that and they're gonna cry when you pick them up. <laughs> like they're not gonna want to be this. around you. And yet I'm helpless to like. Anyway, I'm getting better. <laughs> I might even have a kid someday. All right, let's move along. Let's not discuss Malika. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I set myself up for this. No, I still hate cats. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> my cats. My, yeah. One of my cats can do tricks. He does high fives. He'll sit. The other cat. Hey. With, uh, whenever I used to come home from work, he'd be like. I'd I'd get close to the house and I'd just be like Briscoe and I'd call out and he'd just bound from the bushes and run up towards me and meow. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, come greet me. And yeah, Um, so so independent. It's it's easy. (laughs) Reese has become pretty independent. Yeah, (laughs) we got one scene left, I think. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to close down tabs. Looking at pictures of dogs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on petfinder.com. It's it's a it's a wormhole. Uh, <clears throat> um so yeah, Weaver thought about what Ellison said about the Ten Commandments and she says she's not qualified to teach him that. Because and, I'm a robot. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Robots can have morals, can't they? No. Yes. Um she tells him the story of John Henry and folklore, and then she Shows Ellison John Henry in his body, which is formerly Cromarty's body. Ah. That's the end of the episode. Recycle, nice recycle, re- recycle. That was a nice reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad he's not gone. Me too. Yay. Third character on this show. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How many will he play? Well it's uh it's one way to, you know, make sure for job security. Yeah. Well, on Deadwood, we're already on. Uh, he's on his second character. <laughs> Don't say anything. I've I've watched half of a Deadwood, the pilot of Deadwood, so I'm okay. like, I didn't make it all the way through for reasons I will not share on this podcast. Okay. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I won't. <want> to... <laughs> like, see, by saying that, you put me there. Like, what's it, yes. Now I have to wonder. Like, what, what's this about? What's going on? Sorry, <laughs> my mind went there and. Yeah, my mind went there, and so I was like, well, I just better... Let's go on. Man, I just need to shut up. Where's my new button? <laughs> yeah, I found out today um, there's this local place doing this, like, Deadwood, but half the characters are hand puppets. They're going to, like, improvise scenes from Deadwood, but <laughs> they're be using, like, sock puppets. I'm, like, I'm so good. It's like, it's only $10, and it's running That's September amazing. through October. Oh my god, that's amazing. You should do that with everything. I think they did it with Downton Abbey, too. I was looking through some of their past productions. I love that. I love everything about that. <laughs> Wish I could have seen that. Do you have any quotes? Quotes? Ugh, I do not. I watched this episode last week, and then yeah, I barely I remembered it this week, but, you know. Uh Oh, I got one. It's the hardest thing to get right. Here. Yes, that's a good one. They talked about that in a previous episode, right? When you saw Allison from Palmdale in the future. She was, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. She was awkward in that scene, but not in her usual way. I felt like she was being a convincing human. 
a convincing human who happened to have an awkward moment. <laughs> yeah, unlike unlike when um I think in the first season when she had that like uh what is it like it was the gift and that girl who committed suicide and she repeated like it's, it's something tight. it's tight. It's tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the opposite of this, like where it was awkward more awkward she said it. IMDB says the wife of the Akagi family died in a car crash in the year 1984 when the Terminator was set. Might the crash be in the movie? That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's during that like that whole tunnel scene. No, there was no other cars, I don't think. Oh. Except cop cars. Were... Oh, well. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it again. For this episode and the next one accidentally aired out of order in Sweden. Oops. Oh, no. Oh, in Sweden. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Sweden people upset. When they were supposed to show the season two premiere, they accidentally showed the pilot in Sweden. So they, keep mess- they kept messing up somehow. Poor Swedish people. Maybe they didn't even realize it. I don't know about Swedish people. They didn't care. It's so cold over there. <laughs> they're not thinking... Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, they're they're probably like just like happy to get TV. They probably stand really close so that we can warm them. That made no sense. Oh well, Swedish people, I love you. <laughs> so who's our bad ass of the week? Hmm. Sarah, I guess. Yeah, I think it's Sarah. I don't have a. Really? <laughs> I mean, me <made> that way. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Sarah's fine. I'm glad you approve. <laughs> Since I don't think we give it to Sarah much, do we? No, we don't. And I don't like her and uh, <laughs> at all. Like She just really annoys me. And I was so gratified, Will, because I think you said that on the Down Below podcast. <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, I thought it was just me. Yeah, um, I really like her on the show. <laughs> so, I And I love Lena Haiti, but I just don't like her on the show. And um, I feel bad about admitting that, but I just did. Um so yeah, I mean the fact that she gets badass of the week is is she deserved it this week, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm gonna say something like potentially controversial, but I this show like, John, you're gonna say something potentially controversial after talking about the Bible? Well <laughs> Okay. Never mind, go ahead. Say what you can say. <laughs> the Bible's dumb, you guys. Um the, like, aside from Cameron and maybe Weaver, like, m- like almost all of, like, the female characters on this show are awful. And I don't know why. Hmm, who's the least like, awful? <laughs> Sarah herself, the maybe? Least awful. I, yeah, I guess. Mm. You I know, because, like, she has, a lot, even, her, she has yeah. a lot on her plate and she's usually right and, you know... But, I can't even call Cameron a character, really. I don't know. Yeah. And she's she's Summer Glow doing her thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like you're right because I mean the only I mean it's I mean Sarah obviously the titular character. If she bothers you, and you're giving Cameron a pass, and the only other people are just kind of like side characters. I guess right. Weaver. But yeah. like, but like, but like Jesse's crappy. Like Riley's crappy. Yeah. Like it just like what the hell. <laughs> mm. This goes back to women suck. No, just kidding. Um, I think I, th- I think that um, it's hard. You know what? I just I don't feel like I think a lot of TV has this problem. I mean, it's not specific to this. I guess mm-hmm. kind of. I don't think that TV really writes 
good female characters, like it's hard, like it's rare because it, whenever they do like Joss Whedon, what have you, it's always like pointed out because it's harder to write really good female characters because I, I think that I don't know how many, you know, I don't know the reason for that, but um, I suspect oh. that the, it might be a male populated Writers yeah, I, mean, I don't a know. Lot, a lot of times the argument is like, you know, well, it's because it's usually written by men and they don't really know that perspective very well, so they so they have it's difficult for them to write from that perspective. It's and it's out. like that's yeah, I mean it's like that that might be true, but like I've seen plenty of like scripts, you know, for film and television that have been written by women and like and it's like I like is this what you think of your own, you know, no, I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, because, you know, despite my comments on this podcast, I'm a little bit of a feminist when it comes to things like that. I do think that, um, you know, television and film should do a better job and not stereotype women. I mean, I just point to rom-coms, you know, and it's just yeah. like, you think we all like this? And, you know, they're... Right. You know, and then you have like the Breaking Bad, what have you, which I actually like Skylar, but you know, she is Ugh. written as a more annoying character. She's awful. You know, she, it, uh, she is. And sure. so there's, there's just things like that. And I think that this... I think it's getting better, to be honest, because I think it's mm. there's more awareness around it. But when this was created, you know, I'm, it was, it it was earlier, so I don't think that they realized it was as much of a problem. But you know, now that you said it, like I can see where your point. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my uh, some DVDs. Oh, I like I like their neighbor, their pregnant neighbor. She's a good female character. And very pregnant. Yes. Like that woman hurts my eyes. I'm, like <laughs> really surprised that she lasted this long. Like I'm kind of like, when's the baby? When's the baby? Because like she, yeah, it's like if she moves the wrong way, like they're just gonna fall out. Like, oh, I just meant. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's holding it in. That's. What I'm just saying, like, because she looks so pregnant. Like, just any moment now, she could just just have the baby just boom right there. She's holding it in for sweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be John's baby. Oh god! Uh, how does that work? That be, well, time travel. Time travel. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, <what? laughs> but he <laughs> don't ah. think about it. Just accept yeah, don't it. Don't think about it. Just accept it. <laughs> so, John, do you want to write this episode? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I thought this episode was better than. The previous episode, um, I I like I I was genuinely surprised by the by the double cross, even though I should have seen it coming since it had already happened. Basically, it's like this keeps happening to them. Um, I I like the the reveal of uh, not only Jesse and Riley know each other, but they're actually working together, and you don't exactly know what their what their goals are. They're like suspicious and stuff. Um, so I'm gonna give this one eight out of ten dots. Three dots and four lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Malika? Um, I didn't really care for this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that came through. Um, you know, I I think that uh, I mean I I did like the twist but I think that I would have liked just I think Jesse just comes off to me as evil and I just would have liked let Riley if she was completely evil and devious rather than I don't know she's just kind of um and I'm not feeling very creative today and since John got very close to my rating system I'm just going to go ahead and use mine anyway I'm going to give it six and six out of five out of ten oops 
Sorry, I was distracted by the train. Uh, 6.5 out of 10 um, damn dots. Damn dots. <laughs> damn dots. How about you, Matt? Um, I liked it. I can't really put my finger on why I liked it more than other ones. <laughs> um, I guess we got to spend a little bit more time with Sarah for once, which is good. We don't get to do that very often. Um... Ellison's stuff brought it down for me. Uh, <laughs> I do not enjoy him. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess the only parts I really liked were uh, Sarah and Cameron's exploits. Everybody else, like the Riley and John and the Ellison and the the Derek and what's what's her face. None of that. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'll give it a seven point five out of ten. Polite killer robots. Oh. I think I'm falling in the camp of didn't care for it as much as some of the other episodes. Um, eh, what did I like about it? I like the twist, the collusion angle. And I like the reveal about John Henry. Uh, I guess the Sarah stuff was okay. <laughs> So I'll give it 7 out of 10 commandments. I feel I should, at this point, I should clarify, you know, before anybody starts, like, like writing angry letters or anything. Like I, like, I was just being cheeky. Like, I don't really have a strong opinion on, like, the Bible and religion and stuff either way. So just, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, you know, just want to okay. clarify. Like, don't come after me. Like, I just, like, I, like, really, like, I don't, I don't, like, it's not important to me like i don't care like it's okay like it's fine <laughs> just be good to each other up. i do have a strong opinion about cats <laughs> uh, right i'm just kidding like i said yeah. i don't eat cats they're nice yeah. people too <laughs> oh god i hate cats <laughs> <laughs> if you've learned anything on this podcast is to go after will please bring it bring it <laughs> i'm gonna throw a cat at you <laughs> and I'll duck. <laughs> yeah, somebody else I realized recently that I don't like it's Goku. No, <laughs> even though he's the hero of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> I, I don't know. think I like. He's I like, could never get it. I could never get into that show. Yeah. Just like I love that show. Just people he's, screaming at each other and they don't actually do anything. Like I know. I realize I'm rewatching it now, and I realize most of the episode there's nothing really happening. Yeah. They're just talking to each other. Yeah. But this is an awesome show. I, there, was a, there, there was a there uh, was a an episode of Robot Chicken where they where they were making fun of uh, Dragon Ball Z, and it just and one of them just goes yelling really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Goku is basically Buffy, and like they're both the star of their own show, but they're so I don't know they're so bland. <laughs> I like Buffalo. I actually like Willow a lot more. Yeah, everybody likes the secondary characters better. Don't say that. My dog is named Buffy. Here's the <laughs> thing is that I completely agree with you, but I had only like watched like the first season when I named her, so uh mm. let's just uh let's just pretend that didn't happen. Don't worry, she can't hear. She's sleeping. Just don't speak too loud. <laughs> Geico. I'm starting to hate Geico too. Let me switch well, to something else. <laughs> I'll, 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 um, I'll post this with when you post the episode, but this is uh, yeah. what my thoughts about cats are. <laughs> it's a new Geico <laughs> commercial for those of you who've seen it. Let's see. We have some feedback 
first email is from Danielson. I'll read this. <laughs> Daniel says, hello, chroniclers. That was actually really sweet of John to do all that work through the night to help his mother out when everybody else had given up on her ideas. He seems like he's been making more of an effort to be there for her lately. Sarah Connor in this show is like a dog with a bone sometimes. She needs a Skynet conspiracy to chase after or she gets restless. My dog is fine without a bone, but he does have a bone. <laughs> what did you think of the reveal of Jesse's true motivations for coming back? She claims future John had isolated himself and stopped talking to every anyone except Cameron. Jesse even calls it sick, the implication of which I think is clear enough for me. It makes me imagine future John as this lonely-hearted man fighting a chess match against Skynet throughout time, isolating himself from everyone else after sending so many of his friends to death. Jamron forever. Is, no. <laughs> is Cameron just a source of comfort and companionship, as well as tactical insight and a bodyguard, or is she actually deliberately manipulating him towards some plan according to some part of her programming running undetected in the background? Hmm. Akagi's son, Xander, said his mom died in a car crash in 1984. For fun, let's just assume it was a result of T1 Arnold's original rampage, or else why choose that year? Yeah. It's kind of cute how he and Cameron can sort of connect on the same level through their shared social disorder. Must when be Cameron said... Wait, who is he talking about? Xander and Cameron. Oh, okay. When Cameron said that awkward line about how the hair was the hardest part to get right, remember in the future flashback when she told Allison Young that they had to work very hard to get human hair right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if Riley could just could make us hate her anymore, we get the reveal that she's just Jesse's honeypot trap for John on a mission to get close to him and gain his trust, I guess to drive a wedge between him and Cameron. How dare anyone come between John and Cameron in my OTP? Cameron forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that John not only changed his mind about telling her the truth, but wasn't responsive at all to her plea to just sit with her. After almost dying in Mexico in a hail of bullets, I can't blame her for wanting out, though. Of course, by the end of the app, it looks like she's back on the job. Yeah, Ellison, because teaching the AI to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, for example, is really going to help it have useful ethics. <laughs> not... I love seeing Sarah get so intense and crazy in this episode. It's a lot like how she was in T2, and it feels like we haven't seen that for a while in the show. For the life of me, I can't understand why in the fuck Derek would tell Jesse that he is John Connor's uncle. Since the beginning, Sarah has raised John to keep that a secret, and he never told anybody who didn't find out on their own. So what was Derek using that toothbrush for? <laughs> Don't some people insert toothbrushes up their ass for pleasure? I hope for Jesse's sake that it was that wasn't it. Wait, what? I didn't know that. Wait, um, what? Daniel? That's really interesting. Wait, what? I'm going to research this. I'm not. <laughs> I just did a Google search, which I'll get back to later. It will be <laughs> up in a tab. Um, I hope you clear your history every day. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you, don't know you probably should. <laughs> you know, it's really like like we need to go on more tangents in this. <laughs> this is what I, I care not to go down. If I die, Reese will clear my history for me. <laughs> um, 
The final shot is awesome with the droning Terminator music. Is awesome. Crony Cromarty may be dead, but what do you think about using his body for John Henry? It's a good way to keep the terrific actor Garrett Dillahunt on the show. I would like to know how they repair his face so well after Cameron turned it into chunky salsa with her depleted uranium shotgun. Mm. I was wondering that too. What they do the same way they grew his he grew his skin before, I guess. Sarah most definitely deserves my badass of the week all the way. As for a quote. How about, <laughs> as for a quote, how about that weird one where Riley's housemate says pillow biters and her foster mother says, we don't say words like that in this house. Um, what? Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I never really, I was like, what's, why, why is that so awful? Like, it's not a swear word, like, just. Yeah. I mean, and like, what does that even mean, pillow biters? Is it, is oh. it, is it like a, is it a, is it a um, breastfeeding joke? No, no it's like it's you're. Oh. Yeah, like your it's face getting, down getting in the pillow. Oh, oh yeah. The, oh, that is messed up. Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to spell it out for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we don't say stuff like that in this house. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what he was saying about uh, Cameron in the future. I forgot to bring up that point. The way she. The way. Oh, what's her face? What is. Future lady, what's her name? Riley or Jesse? Jesse. What when she was talking about Jesse, like, like Jesse was still there in the future, manipulating John, while she's back here with John. No, Cameron's manipulating John. Or sorry, that's what I meant. It's Cameron. Yeah. Oh. She was talking like Cameron was still in the future, manipulating John, but also here manipulate. Is there two Camerons? No, I think what oh. she was referring to, what she was saying was that like. Like in the future that I come from, she she the robot was manipulating John, and John was making bad decisions. So I've come back to well, like stop stop that from happening. I guess, but the the robot's gone now, right? It went back to the past. So I was thinking, I was thinking that it's you know, cameras come back to the past, and then she's still with him. But she's yeah, because she's I guess he's age. grown up. She's still with him. Like time has been altered. I mean, they had a, they had a conversation about that in the previous episode. That like being here, like what, like maybe you know, wh- what other things happen in the future that that Jesse comes from versus the future that Derek or anyone else comes from. Hmm. So uh, next, we have an email from Heidi. Heidi, so read Heidi's email. I should be recording with her right now, but I'm not. <laughs> I have to. Ooh. To uh, she told she texted me and said she was running late, and I said that's okay. I am too. Like I still have to finish watching the episode. <laughs> um, okay, from Heidi. Hey guys, this is an incredibly long episode title. I love it when Cameron comes in after Elson's in uh, after searching Elson's yard. She's so matter of fact about it. So Jesse and Riley, did anyone see that coming? Riley is freaking out, and it looks like Sarah and now Derek are going a little crazy. I sometimes think computers actually do like certain people better than others. My MacBook seems to like me better than a PC ever has. John Henry? I'm so creeped out. That conversation between Allison and John Henry is pretty freaky. Derek, don't tell Jesse stuff I don't trust her at all. What do you think is going on with Sarah? And then Cromarty became John Henry, and I'm absolutely freaking out, and I have seen this a couple of times before. It never becomes not scary. I can't wait to hear your reaction to that one. Until next time, Heidi. 
My reaction was, yay! I know, because I'm like, the actor! Yay! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Apparently a lot of people like to put toothbrushes in their heads. Mm. I think that... Good to know. I think toothbrushes are made for teeth. (laughs) It's brushing your teeth. I think that people like to put a lot of things in their ass, apparently. If the internet is to be believed, I should Mm. say that. I think... Everything has a purpose and should stick to Everything its has its original. plan. Yeah, it just sticks to its original purpose. Maybe. You should just get stuff in the mail to put in your yeah, orifices. Those were, that kind of stuff is designed to mm-hmm. go in those orifices. So. Play safe, kids. <laughs> um, so. Oh, hi, Beth. <laughs> She's in our call. Really? I don't see her. No, she's typing in chat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So do we have any prediction about the next episode? Our next episode is called Self-Made Man. Hmm. I I I remember what that one's about. He made himself. He's going to refer to the man that John Henry is becoming. (laughs) Quote-unquote man. I'm there, too. I think it's a Cromartie-focused episode. I would hope it would be, because otherwise, it's like, oh, we've we've introduced him, and then and then and now he's gone for an episode. <laughs> it's happened before. Dead. I know. George, I'm still going to call him George. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so, John, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, stepping in, happy to do it. Filling the void. That was Robin's <laughs> departure, whatever. <laughs> so I'm getting distracted. Okay. Um, Let's close it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next time with Self-Made Man. But until then, remember, there's no fate but what we make. Goodbye. Bye. 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 God bless you all. <laughs> Very gentlemen. <laughs> what? <laughs>